everyone, this is Kevin Eva again, coming to you through Medical Education's podcast series. It is a very dark early morning in Vancouver, but I'm speaking with Charles Croman in Copenhagen, Denmark, where it's late afternoon and he's busy studying for his exams. Thanks for making the time to speak with me today, though, Charles. Thank you. For those of you who haven't met Charles, he's a research fellow in the Center for Clinical Education at Copenhagen University and Riggs Hospitalet. He is quite literally in the final throes of his training, six days or so, I think you said, away from completing an MD. And at the same time, Charles is awaiting a defense date for his PhD, having submitted his dissertation and just waiting for his evaluation back. The reason I asked to speak with Charles is that his PhD focuses on, I think, a very important area, and in fact, a growing area of research within medical education. The core phenomenon, I think I can fairly say, is the one known as test-enhanced learning, explored a lot in psychology, looking at the value of testing for pedagogical benefit rather than just testing as a measurement of how much one has learned. I've been impressed over many years now with the work that he's been doing in this area. I think he's one of the first to start bringing some of those ideas from the psychology literature into medical education. And this coming February, medical education will be publishing the most recent, at least I think the most recent in the series of publications that he's put out on the topic. It's a paper entitled, Test-Enhanced Learning May Be a Gender-Related Phenomenon Explained by Changing Cortisol. This is quite a distinct focus on test-enhanced learning, Charles. I wonder if you could tell our listeners a bit about why you thought it was important to take this line of research in that direction. Well, we looked at test-enhanced learning and skills learning especially and looked at different facets of this. And we actually started talking about stress and the effects of stress. I believe it was you that suggested when we might take some cortisol tests And looking into the literature on that area, I started to believe that we might find some of the explanation to test-enhanced learning in stress and the rise in the post-stress rise in cortisol. So we found it very interesting to look into that and see if a rise in cortisol during learning might be able to explain the testing effect, finding the mechanism. That's why we found it interesting. I love to go <laughs> beneath things like this, and I love that there might be some kind of evolutionary explanation to test-enhanced learning. Okay. This is, I think, one of the really interesting pieces, and, and why I've been so intrigued by your research is you do seem to be digging down into the mechanistic level to try to better understand why these effects are taking place. The measurement of cortisol is one thing, and I can see an argument to be made for why it might be evolutionary advantageous to take advantage of heightened stress levels. Was it something you anticipated that there might be a gender-related influence as well, or was that just something that came out of, of the data afterwards? No, I didn't anticipate this at the beginning, because in our two former studies, we had not noticed this effect, this difference between the genders. But when the data came out this way, we went back into the literature, especially on neurobiology and the effects of cortisol, and we saw that there was a very profound difference between the sexes. This goes for the effects of cortisol. And some quite interesting effects, too, that women are not as susceptible to effects of cortisol unless they're in the luteal phase of their menstrual cycle or if they're postmenopausal. 
that was quite strange. So it was a very well investigated area, very well researched area within neurobiology and learning actually. But the crossover to test enhanced learning had never been done, I think. We couldn't find anything on that subject. I certainly haven't seen anything either. And it's intriguing that this investigation of cortisol led you off into completely novel research questions. I just realized as you were responding that I should probably ask you to describe your findings for the listeners who might not have read the paper yet, rather than us getting into too many details about what the differences were or what the effects might have been. Of course, of course. Well, well, in our earlier studies, we found that testing increased memory of a topic more than additional study or training of this topic or particular skill. And we were focus, focusing on cardiopulmonary resuscitation. And we saw in our study, we wanted to find out whether testing in cardiopulmonary resuscitation after a course would induce a rise in cortisol. And if it did, whether this rise in cortisol was related to better retention of the skills. So basically, we wanted to see if the test-induced rise in cortisol could explain test-enhanced learning for these resuscitation skills. And we found that for the group as a whole, it couldn't really explain the testing effect. There was still a test-enhanced learning without cortisol, but only for the men, we found that cortisol actually was related to a better learning outcome. And looking into this and looking into a lot of psychological literature, it turns out that maybe different kinds of stress affects the genders differently. And this might explain this difference. But basically, we found that cortisol modulates test-enhanced learning in men, and it does not seem to do this in women at all. Did you get a test-enhanced learning effect in the women? We did not get a high effect size in women. I believe it was... 0.35, so it's not really that high at all. We did get a test enhanced learning effect in the group as a whole of 0.5, which is a medium effect, but for the men, we found 1.0, 1.1 along those lines. That piece, I agree with you, I think is quite unique in the literature. I'll be intrigued to see if that remains as a stable difference between genders. As you mentioned, your past work has shown the phenomenon to be quite robust and they think you're the first to bring the main phenomenon into skills learning as opposed to looking at simple memory tasks. That was the aim of our first study is to look at this very well-researched area of test-enhanced learning within the realm of skills learning. Right, right. That was the aim of this series of studies. And so it's probably an unfair question for you at this point, given that, as I said at the start, you're right on the verge of a, a major transition point, and I'm not even sure whether or not you're planning on continuing this line of research. Personally, I'd love if you would, given how much success you've had with it, but what would you see as being the next step, the important remaining questions that you would prioritize? Well, what really is interesting here is whether these findings, test-enhanced learning applied to skills learning, also goes for test-enhanced learning of knowledge learning. That would be interesting to go back to all the studies that have been performed for the last century and see, does this gender difference go for that entire body of work? 
and also to do future studies to see whether stress and cortisol has an impact on test-enhanced learning or knowledge learning. That would be very interesting. We've gone from knowledge learning to skills learning, and now it would be interesting to take these new findings and take them back into knowledge learning and see whether the effect is the same or if this is specific for skills learning. And then, of course, to go on, we would very much like to have these results reproduced. It seems there is an emotional component which we have to look at. It seems that cortisol, according to studies in neurobiology and learning, enhances emotional learning more than learning of a neutral material. And we need to look at that too because cardiopulmonary resuscitation is a skill you learn while being emotionally involved in learning. It's simulation learning, it's immersive learning too. So you could be emotionally involved in this, and this emotional involvement might also explain test-enhanced learning in this situation, especially the effect of cortisol. So those two things, the emotional component and also taking these new findings and putting them back into knowledge learning and see whether we can find them again. And then to see the results reproduced would be very, very interesting. It would indeed. Then so, given that you're living the emotional involvement of taking a number of high-stakes tests at the moment, I think I'm going to try to be fair to you and let you get back to your studies. And I'll end the podcast here. But I want to thank you, first of all, for taking a break from your studying to talk with us and help record this podcast. And congratulate you on, as I said, a very interesting line of research and your recent publications. Thank you, and thank you, too, for calling me. Well, good luck with both your PhD defense and your final exam. I'll look forward to talking with you again in the future. One last note for the listeners of this podcast. Thank you all for downloading it and listening. We've been very pleased with the reception so far, given that we think we're still working out a bunch of the kinks. But it's being downloaded quite extensively, and so I hope that means people are finding it useful, and we will continue to record them for as long as that seems to be the case. Just wanted to let those of you who haven't found the subscription link yet know that we have organized all the podcasts into an album on iTunes. If you go to the iTunes site through the mededuc.com URL, then you'll find an option there to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't have to worry about tracking the website and determining when there's been a new podcast added. Those podcasts, as they're added, will just be downloaded directly to your computer. Best to all. Hope everyone has a wonderful 2011, and we'll talk to you again soon.